Hey everyone, this is likely the last week before your fantasy playoffs start, or they could be happening right now. All right, either way, we need to talk about the must-add players that you need to get that chip. All right, today I'm going to talk about the must-add players for points leagues and for category leagues, and we're not messing around, all right? Biz must be gotten to. You are listening to Fantasy NHL Today. Everybody, this is Fantasy NHL Today, and I am your host, Blake Creamer. Please, please follow me on Twitter at Blake Creamer SE. As well, we have a Discord here. Can, uh, there's a Discord link in the show description. You gotta click on it, you'll get uh, invited immediately where you can talk with me, all right, and me personally, all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is that I don't know about that cell job, but I, you know, I gotta add something to that. I don't know, maybe get you know, someone special in there or something. I don't know where I'm going with this, but. We got a Discord and you got to get your yams in there, okay? Just do it, all right? Welcome in. I'm excited about this episode. This is, uh, you know, with the playoffs coming up, most playoffs, fantasy playoffs, start week 22 to 24. So that's kind of what I've been talking about. Some of them start week 21. I'm in a couple leagues that uh, playoffs are already ongoing. Some of them start week 23 to 25. So, you know, make sure you know when your playoffs are um, because, yeah, it's going to make a difference for some of the things I'm recommending here. But uh, my default is week 22 to 24, and that's going to be next week, all right? So I'm talking about players you want to add, all right? It's really important, too. We're going to talk about points leagues uh, and category leagues. Obviously, there's, there's players are valued differently in those type of formats. Um, I've also got a list of must-add players across all formats, all right? Just to make it easy on you. These are just guys that should not be on your, uh, not be on your waiver wire, Okay. So before we get into this, I do want to just explain what I think a must-add player is, okay? So first off, when I say must-add, that does not mean that you just drop everything and you go over and you add this player at all costs, okay? So take it, take it for what it is, right? I'm talking about must-add players. When I think about must-add players, first off, it has to make sense for your team and your situation, all right? So you don't go add at all costs. Who you drop is really important, all right? Who you drop matters, Okay, schedule, fantasy schedule or fantasy playoff schedule matters. Deployment matters and opportunity matter. Okay, these are the types of players that I'm going to bring to your attention. All right, because the playoffs are coming up next week, potentially, um, that's what we need to thinking. Uh, that's what we should be thinking about first. Okay, unless you absolutely have to win your week this week, like if you're in the playoffs or you need to win this week to just get into the playoffs, then uh, if that's the case, just make sure to go back and listen to the week 21 streaming show that I posted. I've got lots of strategies there that can help you win your week. But we're talking about playoffs now, all right? We're not talking about the season. We're talking about the playoffs, all right? And it's really important stuff. One more thing on must-add players. Again, when I'm talking about must-add players, it's basically if you go to your waiver wire and look at the and look at the players that are available, I am saying that in a bubble, these players should not be on that waiver wire, all right? These guys should all be rostered. That's just my two cents, okay? So let's just get into it because I got a lot of information here I want to give to you. So let's talk about these must-add players. The first players that I'm going to talk about are must-add players across all formats, okay? And the way I've sort of done this is 
Um, I, I upped it to 70% or under on Yahoo, all right? Because I think 70%, you're still, those, some of those players are still out there. They might be available in your league. So um, with these players, you got to go take a look, okay? 70% on Yahoo and under. The first player I am recommending, God, this kills me, um, Dimitri Orlov of the Boston Bruins. I must break you. A guy that when he got traded to the Bruins and, and started out hot, I... You know, I wasn't too, I wasn't too bullish on it. I wasn't feeling like, you know, this is something that was going to be sustainable for Orlov. And to be honest, I still don't. But because he's, he's on a heater right now, nine points in his last four games. Um, and also, um, the, he's taken reps now on the top power play. That's crazy. It looks like uh, McAvoy is going to go to power play too. What, what are you doing? I got McAvoy in, in a couple spots. Get to the chopper. Right. Mac! Mac! And now Orlov's just just eating my sandwich, right? Taking the sandwich right out of my hand and eating it. What a dingus! But you know that that's fine. Um, you know he's he's getting a real look with the Bruins here, so he has decent deployment. And I think one thing about Orlov that that makes him an ad for me is that his floor is is really strong. I think his deployment is good. He's going to get over twenty minutes a night. You know, I do not believe that this offense is real. I don't think he can sustain it. Um, And he might go, you know, four or five games without a point. But what keeps his floor strong is obviously he's he's got good perifs. To me, he's probably at his ceiling right now. All right. So this is like the best Dmitry Orlov that you can possibly get. And I hope if if you pick him up, I hope that he just continues that for the rest of the season. That'd be amazing. But I don't think uh, long term this is the player that Dmitry Orlov is. But when he's going like this and he's now he's getting on uh, power play one in Boston. What the hell? We got to add this man. This is killing me. But uh, you got to do it. All right. So it makes sense as well from a schedule point of view. Um, Boston does have a bunch of games from week 22 to 24. In fact, they have the most games out of anybody. They play 12 games. So that's uh, looks like three, four game weeks that they'll have from 22, 23, 24. Keep in mind, they only have two uh, light days. Okay. So that means there's only two games where you're guaranteed to get Dmitry Orlov in. So you have to make sure this is what I mean when I say you have to make sure it makes sense for your team. Can you fit this player in on some of those busy nights, right? And I do think defensemen are a little easier to fit in on busy nights because, you know, in a lot of leagues, you have four D spots where you might only have two right wing spots or two center spots, right? But in a lot of leagues, you have four defensive spots. So you sh- hopefully you can get Orlov in. If you can, I think he's a must add. So there you go. Yeah, um, I think... And, and, you know, across all formats, I'm just saying that because he's scoring well right now. Um, so I think it just makes sense. Okay, so Dmitry Orlov, you got to roster him. He's 61% rostered on Yahoo. Whatever, come on, just just, just do it. But put, put my boy McAvoy back on the power play, please. I mean, this, this is, you know, I need, I need some Genos and I need some Apples, all right? Come on. Next must-add player, I think, is... Rasmus Sandin of the Washington Capitals. He is currently uh, rostered 35% on Yahoo. This is, a, this is a, a nice pickup, and he's available. So 35%, he's out there, right? He has five points in two games with Washington um, since he's joined there. And the deployment has been excellent. So in his first game, he played 21 minutes, 40 seconds. In his second game, he played over 25 minutes. That is, that's what you want to see. That's what we call an upward trajectory, Okay. Um, he's skating on the top pairing with Trevor Van Riemsdyk, and he's on the top power play with Ovi. Oh, 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 you know what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
and company. Um, with Sandine, this is a big opportunity play here, all right? His minutes are solid, as we just saw. His perifs are solid as well. That's the thing about Sandine. He hits. Um, he bangs. He blocks. Like, you know, in real life, I, I, you know, I was just talking with Mike Amato the other day, and he, he has a good kind of um, take on Sandine. Like, defensively, in, in real life, he's not really... He's a bit of a liability, but as far as fantasy goes, this guy bangs the hell out of people. He's hitting people, and he's blocking, right? So as far as fantasy, this guy's an excellent player, and he's going to get a run here in Washington, and I love that. Um, John Carlson, I, I honestly think they're going to shut him down for the year. Um, you know, if Carlson comes back, Sandine's value is, is, is gone, right? We, it'll just fall off a cliff, I think. But Carlson is not coming back, so I think Sandine is good to go. And the other thing is... Washington's schedule next week is great. They have four games with three off nights. So Sandine is a guy I, I would add now, even if you can't get him into to any games this week, like that, that's a guy he's going to crush for you next week. And that'll be your first week of the playoffs. This, this guy can really help next week. So um, again, four games, in th- uh, so four games next week with three off nights. Just keep in mind the two weeks after that are three game weeks. So just just something to think about, right? But this guy right now is a must-add player. Rasmus Sandin, get him in your life, all right? Next up, that unit on the Devils, Dawson Mercer, all right? He's rostered at 67%. He's right on the bubble. This guy's obviously been incendiary. This is probably your last chance to roster this man. Okay, he's gonna, he's popping off. He's, he's just, you know, he ate his Wheaties. Like some, something happened. You know, he's, I don't know what's going on with Dawson Mercer, but he's, he's just flying right now. In his last ten games, check this: ten goals and seven assists. Whoa, what? I, that's. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable for this kid. So um, right now he's getting, you know, top line, you know, one A, one B, they kind of run in New Jersey there. So right now he's getting deployment with Nico Heischer and Thomas Tatar, and he's getting deployment on power play too. But that team's a juggernaut. Um, And honestly, if you look at Dawson Mercer's, um, like like just listen to some of these uh, ice time that he's played here. It's crazy. In his last three games, 20 minutes, seven seconds, 20 minutes, 20 seconds, 20 minutes, one second. Um, that's amazing deployment on this kind of team, right? The New Jersey, as we know, we've talked about all season, they generate a ton of chances. So that many minutes on a team that generates as many chances as the New Jersey Devils, unbelievable. I like, it makes sense why this guy's popping off and obviously he's hot, but a 10 game sample size, that's nice. You know, he, he had a game three games ago where he did get a goal against Vegas. He had 10 shots, 10 shots on net. That is that that could win you your shots category if you're in a cats league, you know, for the week. So um, th- this guy's a must add. Um, I think the addition of of Timo Meyer on the team uh, could open up, uh, help open up space for his line as well. One thing about Mercer, he doesn't really do much peripherally. Um, so, but the points are crushing right now. So to me, it, he's just a must add everywhere. He's going to get you power play points. He's going to get you shots, goals, assists. Um, plus minus if you need that he's decent there so um, that's why I think he's an ad across all formats and lastly New Jersey's playoff schedule is good too they have um, 11 games and three off nights over weeks 22 to 24 so you know the three off nights is not awesome but 11 games is great again just keep it in mind you got to be able to get these players in but Dawson Mercer you got to go at him it's a no-brainer get him on your roster and do it now okay you're gonna like the way you feel I guarantee it. All right. Next player. Must add player across all formats. 
How about Evan? Devin? <laughs> what are you doing here? Bouchard. All right. He's 59% rostered. I think this makes sense. You know, he, the main thing with Evan Bouchard, it, it's weird to say that Evan Bouchard is a must-roster player after kind of most of the season that he's had. Like, I call him the 15-minute man because... Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming out. He's just taking a nice leisurely skate, 15 minutes on ice, and then he's getting his buns on the, on the bench. So now that Tyson Berry has been moved from Edmonton to Nashville, this guy's, the, the laneway's clear. This guy just moves right up to top power play, and that's where Evan Bouchard's value is coming. He's got three assists in three games uh, since being moved to the top power play. Uh, granted, they all came in the same game, so he's had two games with zero points, but um, he's got good, good perifs for sure. And the big thing here is his deployment, all right? In those three games, the first one, 1908, okay, that's a little low, right? Better than the 14 minutes or 15 minutes that he was getting before, but then the next game, a loss in Winnipeg, he played 24 minutes and 18 seconds, and then last, uh, last night's game in Buffalo with the win, 20 minutes and 42 seconds. That's excellent. We just want to see this guy, get this guy time on ice. You know, even if he was power play two with over 20 minutes on ice, he'd be a more, much more serviceable, rosterable player. Um, you know, it was his deployment that was really sinking him. So now that he's moved up to that top power play, yeah, this, this guy needs to be on your roster. It's, it's, there's no question to me. So Edmonton's playoff schedule is okay. But again, like I said earlier, I think defensemen are a little easier to get in. So um, Edmonton's week in week 22, which is next week, is a three-game week, though. So that's something to note, and they're all on heavy nights. So make sure you can get them in, all right? Evan Bouchard, thank you for your service. Uh, welcome to the team, all right? You got to get this, man. He's a must-roster player, all right? And then uh, lastly, I do want to talk. This is just across all formats, um, and this is a bit of a, um, you know, kind of just a general one, but um, the top six guys in Colorado. And I'm mostly talking about Arturi Lekkonen, JT Comfer, and Valerie Nechuskin, okay? These guys are all must-roster players, all right? I, I'm not including Evan Rodriguez in there. I, um, you know, I'm not as high on him. But Lekkonen, Comfer, and Nechuskin must-roster players, all right? Um, Colorado has, has by far the best playoff schedule um, between weeks 22 and 24. It, it's not even close, so these guys could potentially win you your week just by getting counting stats on off nights. That that's where I'm going with this. Like, um, I've been I've been t- you know hammering on people like go get Lekkonen. Lekkonen was available. Go get Comfer. Comfer's a guy I, I I'm still really high on. Even though JT Comfer he's pointless in his last three games and his deployment was down last game, but it was a six nothing win. They like Comfer's the type of guy you put out in the last two minutes of a game to win you face offs to to play well defensively like. They're, they're prioritizing um, Comfort, and he's going to get a ton of minutes in close games, right? I mean, Colorado just pounded San Jose, right? They don't need this guy out there doing anything, right? Like, take the night off, my man. I'm not tired! But obviously, Nechuskin and Lekkonen had big games. I think two points for Lekkonen, four points for Nechuskin. That's what they can do. It's crazy. They're playing on a line with uh, Nathan McKinnon, and Comfort's playing with Rantanen. So what the hell are we doing here? Playoff schedule, huge for Colorado. And as I said, Confer is the bubble guy, but to me, he's a hold. If you pick them up, do not drop JT Confer. okay? Hold him, right? With his minutes and line mates, he's going to get counting stats. Though that's, I just want to make sure those guys are rostered, all right? So get those Colorado top six guys on your team. Make sure they're not on the wire, all right? I feel strongly about that, as you can tell. Now, let's talk about Cats leagues, uh, category leagues must-adds, all right? This is a little bit different. 
But again, uh, the same things apply. I'm looking at players that, uh, first off, the schedule, you know, what kind of schedule do they have? What kind of deployment are they getting? And what kind of opportunity do they have there on their new team? And speaking of opportunity, uh, the first guy I'm going to mention in a category league to roster is Nino Niederreiter. Yes, it is Ned Niederlander. You know, you know I was going to get my man Ned Niederlander in there. He's, um, um, he, he's getting a bunch of opportunity that he, in Winnipeg that he was not getting on Nashville. He's currently on the top line with Nikolai Ehlers. Nikolaj. Hmm? Nikolaj, yeah, I said it. Nikolaj. Nikolaj. Not even close. Nikolaj. Nikolaj. Almost Nikolaj. Nikolaj. I feel like I'm saying it. You know what? It doesn't matter. And Mark Shifley. Oh, hi, Mark. That's what they got on Daily Faceoff, um, and that's what I saw on Twitter as well. He's also getting Power Play 1. So, I mean, what are we doing? Get this man on your roster. Um, Nino is only rostered at 29%. He's out there. Go get this man, because um, one thing that Nino Niederreiter does, he's, he's always been a good Cats League streamer, right? At, at best, really. That's what I could say about Niederreiter. He's a Cats League streamer. But currently, um, he has 125 hits in 60 games. What a beefer. What the hell? I mean, go, go get this man. He, just for that alone, he's, a, he's, he's great at hitting. But in his games with Winnipeg so far, he's had four games. He's got three points. That's excellent, but what's really excellent is the deployment, all right? Um, last two games, 20 minutes and 48 seconds, and then 19.08 in uh, last night's game against San Jose, or last game against San Jose, sorry. It's just, it, it makes sense. This is, it's an upside play, right, you're doing with Nino Niederreiter because he hasn't really had big offensive seasons. So you are playing a little bit of upside, right? His current pace on the season is pretty low. He's only on a 42-point pace, but that's probably why he's available. Um, he's only 29% rostered. I think Nino is a solid add. Um, you know, uh, definitely go kick tires on Nino. I think Winnipeg's playoff schedule, they have 10 games uh, and only two off nights, so that's not amazing. So Nino could be a guy that's on your bubble that's potentially droppable if you need to get other players in on off nights, but... I think you go at him right now and we worry about that later. Get him on your team. Let's go. All right. Next player I want to talk about in Cats Leagues. Oh, my God. Boone Jenner. This is this this killed me this last week here. Week 21, Columbus only had two games, and I could not in good conscience be like, you got to hold Boone Jenner. No. Um, you know, Boone Jenner was a drop for week 21, and, and that's just sad, but... Week 22 to 24, get this, oh, get Boone Jenner back in your life, put him in the car, drive him to the airport, and get him over to your house for dinner, all right? Because Boone Jenner is a legend. I don't know why I love Boone Jenner so much. I just love the man. He's, so 53 games, he's got 100 hits, he's got 60 blocks for a forward in 53 games. That's, that's obscene. He's still, like I talked about this guy many episodes ago, lots of times obviously, because I like Boone Jenner, but, you know, if he was healthy this season, we could have had a guy have, you know, over 250 uh, shots, right, over 250 shots, over 100 hits, over 100 blocks for a forward. That's, that's unicorn stuff right there. That that there's not too many players that are doing that. That's like that's like Brady Kachuk light. That's that's he's not Brady Kachuk. I'm not saying Boone Jenner is Brady Kachuk, but it's it's Brady Kachuk super light basically. Like he's 37 percent rostered. God, just you know. And of course, you know, as I'm saying, Boone Jenner, like get him on your team. He's you know mired in a three game pointless streak. That's fine. The deployment's solid. The shots are still good. He's hitting like. 
you know, if you have plus minus as a category, like just remember he's going to smoke your plus minus. He's going to crush you there. But I don't know. You shouldn't have plus minus in your league first off. And then if you do punt it, all right, who cares? It's, you can't, you can't try and win plus minus. It's such an arbitrary stat. So that's my two cents there, but obviously Boone Jenner, go get him. You, you know, all you need to know about Boone Jenner. He's top line, top power play. He does it all. Legend. Get him on your team. Next up, I want to talk about my guy, Anders Lee. Actually, this guy isn't my guy. What, what the hell am I talking about? That's, you know, he's a, I was looking at players that I thought really had some value for category leagues, and I was surprised that Anders Lee's name came up. He's, he's just not a guy that's usually on my roster. But then when I dug in a little bit more, he's having a very nice season. I mean, granted, he's only on a 55-point pace. That's fine. But he shoots, like, he, he's shooting 2.7 shots a game. That's excellent. He's already over 100 hits. That's excellent. And he's at 43 blocks. So, you know, I love that. And to me, Anders Lee, he's getting, he's getting top-line deployment right now with Bo Horvat. And I think it's Kyle Palmieri. Let me check. I need, no, Pierre Engvall. Oh, my God. So there you go. Um, yeah, so it's Anders Lee, Bo Horvat, and Pierre Engvall. Anders Lee's on the top power play there as well. It, it's just a great play. He's a left winger. You, sh- you know, you should be able to get him in. Um, as far as playoff scheduled go for the Islanders, it's not terrible. They've got 10 games, but four of those games are on off nights. So that, that's key. Like, that's really key. I know I, I, I hammer this point home as much as I can, and I don't know if people think that, you know, off nights, it's kind of like a, not as important. Like, it is. When you're head-to-head uh, every week, off nights are extremely important because, you know, if you have guys sitting on your bench on these busy nights, you're getting zeros. But at the very least, you're giving yourself a chance to get something if you've got a player that's playing on an off night. So, and, and these players I'm, tar- I'm showing, showing you to target, they're not going to do nothing. They're going to do something, right? They give you cross-category coverage. So Anders Lee, he's getting decent offense, you know, at a 55-point pace. I'd like to see more there. But he's, he's on the power play, and he shoots, and he hits, all right? And he blocks well for a forward. So Anders Lee, definitely a pickup to me. Uh, he should be added in Cats Leagues for sure. No question. Let's move on. All right. He's only 59% rostered Anders Lee, by the way. Um, next beefer I want to talk about, Jason Zucker for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, I've been very surprised by this man this year. Uh, first off, he, you know, he's having a reasonable offensive pace um, and a goal pace as well. So he's already got 21 goals. That's nice. 54-point pace. That's nice. But but look at some of these perifs. Oh, my goodness. Like um, 2.4 shots per game. That's that's very decent. 157 hits in 59 games. I mean, how? Why? Like, I, <laughs> I would love I love that hits are a statistic, first off, because if I was in the NHL, I would just try and win that category. Like, at, at all costs. Like, just go out. Like, the puck's there. No, I don't go for the puck. I go for the hit. I just want to rack up the hits. It feels like that's what Jason Zucker is doing. What are you doing, my guy? He's very upset. He's a very angry man, and it, it works out well for us in fantasy. So, um, yeah, I like Jason Zucker a lot. His deployment is reasonable, but we're looking at a second, you know, like a middle six uh, guy, you know, second to third line minutes. So that's nice. Right now he's playing with Evgeny Malkin and Danton Heinen. Malkin is, is playing pretty well, and so is Zucker. I mean, six goals in his last five games. That's excellent. With, with just over 15 minutes on ice in the last five, that's very good. That, that second line's going, and Zucker is getting second-line power play. I, I think he's an ad, and he's only 25% rostered. So, yeah, what are you waiting for? Go out and get some Jay-Z, all right? Big pimpin'. Boop, boop, boop. 
ah, I wish I didn't do that. But, uh, you know, it's recorded for everyone to hear. You know, and that's fine. I'm just going to roll with it. All right. Jason Zucker, get him in your life. Let's get to biz. Uh, last one I want to mention in Cats Leagues, Tom Wilson. Yeah, I think he's, um, he's underrated at this point. I think because he was injured for so much of the season, right? So players, people forget about that. He's only 44% rostered. I, I think that should be a lot more, right? He's getting great deployment. He shoots pretty well. Um, and, and obviously Washington has some injuries. So Wilson is getting a good look. He's, right now he's getting a look with um, Backstrom and Sonny Milano on the second, but he's played up on top line before with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov, like, and Strom has been up there too. So, um, yeah, the, the top nine in Washington is a little bit in flux, but Wilson's role is not. He's got three goals and two assists in his last five games, and obviously we know that he hits. He hits like a Mack truck, all right? And they got him on the second power play there. You know, and Ovechkin takes the whole power play, right? He stays on the whole two minutes. So Wilson is getting time with Ovechkin, no question there. I think he's an ad. It, it makes sense. His deployment's solid. Um, yeah, I'd like to see him doing a little more of the hitting. He's kind of, in his last few games here, he hasn't been doing it as much. But, yeah, I think that's a Cats League ad. He's out there. Again, Washington's schedule next week. Four games with three off nights. Wilson should be a definite target for you for this upcoming week. All right. Let's move on to our last section here. It's uh, Points League's must-add players. We got some fun ones in here. All right. So, again, Points League's, uh, yeah, well, like... It, some of these guys that I picked, uh, they're not just straight points. I mean, some of them do other things here, but we'll see. I'll just get into it. Uh, first guy I would make sure is rostered is Dylan Cousins of the Buffalo Sabres. Cousins is having a great season. He was locked up to that big contract. I love that. I love what they're doing in Buffalo right now. You know, he's, he's on a second line with Casey Middlestat and Vinny Hinostrosa. Um, but the, the key part there is he's on power play one with the big boys. All right. With big Tage. Double T, um, you know, and Rasmus Dahlin. So he's getting that first power play deployment. And obviously, Cousins has done some some good stuff. And he's, you know, he had a hat trick recently. I love that. So um, I love the games after a hat trick because it seems like the, the confidence is still there. So, you know, that was six games ago. But he has goals in two straight, you know, uh, lots of shots. He's shooting a ton. And like I said, he's getting that power play time. So um, I think this is a guy that's he, he's going to be hard to get pretty soon. So I think now is the time to go get Dylan Cousins. And then as far as Buffalo's schedule, they've got the perfect schedule next week. Four games all on light days. So Dylan Cousins is a priority add to me. If he's there and you can fit him into your lineup, Dylan Cousins is an add. Think about that for uh, Buffalo players as well. Jack Quinn is in there too. He's not a must add to me, but just I I will be doing a week 22 uh, streaming show. Um, this Friday night and releasing that on Saturday. So just keep an eye out for that. But yeah, Dylan Cousins um, is a must-add for this week and beyond. Okay. Next player down. I got to talk about my guy, Big Koozie. Yeah, Big Kuzmenko. Oh, yeah, I love this man. Best head of hair in the biz. All right, 52% rostered on the Vancouver Canucks. He's top line, top power play. And the, the thing is, Canucks power play is still good. Right? Yeah, they, they moved a few pieces here, but um, the Canucks power play is their number one power play is not different. Right? Still the same. And Kuzmenko's gonna get a lot of play there. He's he's getting prioritized. His minutes are strong. Um, he actually was benched a little bit um, in one of the recent games here. And I saw Rick Tockett come out with a quote saying, 
he he talked to Kuzmenko about the benching because he had a few giveaways in a row. And Kuzmenko said, yep, that's my fault, coach. Like, no problem. Something like that. And I just love that. This guy seems like just, just a beauty player. I love sort of his persona and his attitude. And I think... You know, a, a lot of people in Vancouver were pretty ticked off when they signed this guy to a deal, and I wasn't one of them. I think this is a great player, and this is the type of player we need on this team, um, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, and he's playing well. He's playing with uh, Pedersen and Beauvillier, and that line is flying, right? And he's, he's got uh, five points in his last four. That's excellent. Get him on your roster. It's, uh, he's an offensive player, right? He's not doing much peripherally, but um, he's great, uh, great shooter. So get him on your roster. I think Kuzmenko should be rostered for sure. Um, Canucks schedule, it isn't amazing, but they've got 11 games, three off nights. It, it's reasonable, right? O- over the 22 to 24, weeks 22 to 24 stretch. So I like it. I think you got to do it. Go pick up Kuzmenko. You're going to like it. Uh, next up, uh, another guy I've been talking about a ton. Nick Schmaltz, the Arizona Coyotes. This, uh, uh, this is kind of like the Boone Jenner of points leagues to me. Nick Schmaltz, 36%. Oh, man. I mean, you know, w- one thing about Nick Schmaltz, his advanced stats don't show out. Like, it's not, there's nothing to write home about here. But he just keeps getting it done. It, it doesn't make sense. Like, right, he's got 45 points in 48 games. That's a 77-point pace for the second straight year. Right, I mean, all Schmaltz does is just get points. He's got 24 points in his last 18 games. I mean, what do we need to see here? He he is running hot in terms of his shooting percentage. Like he's shooting over 20. percent That's that's a bit hot, right? But who cares? Like ride it. There, I've said this before too, just about the Coyotes. I think that they're having fun. That that top line there is is definitely playing well with Barrett Hayton, Schmaltz, and Clayton Keller. They're all putting points on the board. They're all getting a ton of deployment. And you you got to roster this guy. He needs to be on a team. And the other big thing with Nick Schmaltz is the playoff schedule. The playoff schedule is excellent. You know, they play 10 games, but they have five off nights, right? So that's going to be key. That is huge. And this guy's out there. 36%, 36%, no one's rushing to the wire being like, I got to get Nick Schmaltz. Like what, you know, I really got to take a look at these Arizona. No, you, this is something you could be ahead of, right? If you pick up Schmaltz, get, just get him in your lineup. Um, he, he's been doing this for a long time. And uh, yeah, like I said, last 18 games, 24 points. That, that's pretty consistent. This guy's floor is solid. Um, you know, that, that's the key thing with Schmaltz too. His floor is just good to go. And you get him in for those off nights, beautiful. So Nick Schmaltz must add my opinion. Uh, speaking of Nick Schmaltz, how about his teammate, the Juice Box, Yusuf Alamaki? Been talking about this guy a lot. You know, calling him a must add, it, it's that's a bit of a hot take, but you know that's why it, it's points league must add, right? And it's for a lot of the same reasons that I said about Nick Schmaltz. Um, Yusuf Alamaki is rostered in ten percent of leagues, so he's getting top pairing though. In Arizona, he's getting top power play. Uh, he doesn't do a lot peripherally. That's why he's kind of a points league guy. And also, he's a bit of a, a question mark, right? He, he's never done this before. This is kind of his first bit of opportunity. So that always gives me pause too. Like I've had some discussions on Twitter and Discord about, yeah, would you take Valamaki or Sandine? Or, or, you know, Valamaki or, you know, wh- whoever else, right? And th- you always have to kind of just think about that. This is the first time Valamaki's been given... Um, this kind of deployment and responsibility. And he, he's doing very well with it. I love that. Um, you know, it's, I, I like the player a lot and it's really 
to me, just kind of a safe ad. I like Yusuf Almaki. I wouldn't expect a ton, uh, like a ton of points. He's got four assists in his last four games. So that's good. You know, it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm saying pick up Valimaki. <laughs> the thing is, I got Valimaki on like four teams, right? Um, I, I'm kind of banking on this guy to, to, to do something. So, yeah, I feel good about that. He's getting the power play time. Let's get to biz. Um, and then lastly, uh, points league add, I would say Shane Gostis Bear. I think, you know, that's a nice pickup. I still, his deployment actually is, is, it's not worrying to me. It's just not inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, he, he's obviously been playing very well since he got to Carolina. Carolina, sorry. Let's look at some of these numbers. So since coming over for Carolina, he's got four points in three games. I love that, including, yeah, uh, three points in, in the game against Tampa Bay. So that's excellent. Um, the thing that I'm not loving about Goss's Bear is his deployment, right? So in those three games, 16 minutes, 54 seconds against Arizona, 17.06 against Tampa, and then 18.11 against Montreal. So it's trending up. That's nice, but I'd like to see that get over 20 minutes. Um, it just makes me question a little bit what, what they're thinking deployment-wise with him, um, or at the very least, even strength. Like, is he getting the minutes? Like, could this guy become sort of a Tony D'Angelo? Um, you know, potentially, right? He just just a clearly uh, offensive defenseman. You know, they got him on power play two there, which is good in, in Carolina. And they, they sort of roll it half and half or 60-40. So it's still a good situation for him. But I do think, you know, two, two goals, three assists in his last five games overall. I think you add now and you just kind of let it play out. You, you know, you can always drop him later, but I'd rather be ahead of it and pick a guy up than be too late and not be able to add the guy. So I think if Gosses Bear is out there, I think he's an add um, for me. And then lastly, about Carolina's schedule. They do play 11 games, so that's nice with only two off nights. So this guy could be on the bubble, but as I said earlier, defensemen, I think you have a better chance of fitting them in. So just make sure that it makes sense for your team, all right? But uh, yeah, that is that is the last points league ad I would like to talk about. You know what else I want to do? Let's just do it. Let's, let's get to biz here. Let's talk about some of the top ads and drops over the last 24 hours. The drippy drops. In a little section that I like to call waiver wire ads and drops. All right, here we go. Um, so we'll start with the ads. The first uh, number one on this list is Nino Niederreiter. Yeah, we talked about him and we know why, right? All those reasons I said. So the fact that he's getting added like this, I think, yeah, uh, he's obviously trending upwards. You might need to jump on Nino here fairly quickly, right? But uh, still, only 29% rostered. That's obviously going to be a lot higher later. The next one down, Rasmus Sandin, like we talked about. Okay, yeah. So, um, again, all those reasons, Rasmus Sandin, I think you got to add him. He's getting major opportunity there in Washington. Next player is Alex Stalock of uh, Chicago Blackhawks. They've got a game against Detroit. I think it was the ad for that. That makes sense. You know, that's just a drop afterwards. Seth Jones is the next one down, though. And that is a player that actually um, I've recommended players, people to add uh, moving forward here, too. Um, you know, it's hard to call him a must-add because of who he has to play with in Chicago. But he's 65% rostered. I mean, he's, a, he's an honorable mention for sure. And for this week, I would have liked Jones at the beginning of the week because they played Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But they still play Wednesday and Friday. So if you add Jones today, you can get the two off nights. Um, that Friday is going to be a tough game to get players into. So I like the Jones ad a lot. 
for this week, definitely. Um, next one down, Mason McTavish of Anaheim. Same reasons as Jones. They skipped that Saturday, right? So players on Anaheim, I think it's really it's a really solid ad because you're going to get uh, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday from Mason McTavish. You could just pick him up and leave him, right? And hopefully he gets some some uh, some points there. I mean, he's his deployment's been a little bit uh, all over the map here. But, um, yeah, he's got five points in his last four, five games. Reasonable, right? He, I don't think he's going to go out there and give you zeros if you pick him up and have him in for three games. I think it's a nice ad. Uh, next player down is Thatcher Demko. Crazy, yeah, I dropped him in a league, you know, right when he came back. And it looks like he's he's obviously playing a little bit better. He's got wins in two straight. Um, you know, the first one, of course, he lets in four goals. and then. Uh, but last game, he looked pretty solid in, in Toronto there. You know, only one goal, 37 shots against. So, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. He's played three straight. What am I talking about? They lost in uh, Minnesota. So, um, he's going to get the run. I, I like that. So I think Demko is definitely an ad that makes sense to me. He's 71% rostered. If he's out there, it's, it's a reasonable ad, especially if he needs saves, um, and potentially save percentage. I don't know that he's going to get a bunch of wins, but saves and save percentage. It's like a, it's like a much better version of like, I think Carol Vomelka or John Gibson. That's what Thatcher Demko is right now. Okay. Uh, next one down, Andreas Athanasiu. Yeah, uh, Chicago again has that good schedule. That this is slim pickings though. I, I don't. I don't mind the ad. He, he has um, five points in his last five games. That's not terrible with reasonable deployment. But it's it's just it's kind of a swing. You know what I mean? And at this time of season of the season, I don't really want to be taking big swings. I'd rather look at uh, proven players. But it's not a bad ad for those same reasons as Seth Jones. Next one down is Big Koozie. Yeah, um, I think you got. <laughs> Go get Big Koozie, all right? Just just do it. Just enjoy the sweet, sweet production. This guy, this guy's a beauty. Um, yeah, all the reasons I said, get him in your life. And then lastly, uh, Philip Grubauer is a player that was added. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have much to say on Philip Grubauer. I'm not the hugest fan of his. Um, he has won four in a row, so I guess I understand that. That's nice. So he's the main guy in Seattle. I'm looking at schedule for Seattle, and to me, it's not really... It's not really blowing the doors down, you know. Um, next week, they have three games with one off night, so that's fine. In weeks 22 to 24, Seattle has a really bad schedule. Only nine games with two off nights. So Grubauer, yeah, pick him up if he needs some games right now, but it's not a player that I would be holding rest of season. All right, let's talk about the drippy drops. Drop them like it's lukewarm. Let's go. Who's the top dropped player over the last 24 hours? It's Jack Quinn. People are getting getting squirrely with Jack Quinn. I don't know about that drop. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not into it. I think if you pick Jack Quinn up, like, what are you expecting? You know, like when people pick players up, it's like perform or else. Like, just get out of my sight. I mean, he's gone two games without a point. That's not terrible. And Buffalo has an amazing schedule next week, so I don't think I'd be dropping Jack Quinn if I picked him up. Right? He's 13% rostered. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jack Quinn is a player I would look at to add next week. Obviously, the drop here, whatever, but, you know, why was he rostered in that many leagues first off at, at this point? It just doesn't make sense. Um, Antti Ranto is the next one down. He was dropped because he had to leave the game against the Canadians with an injury, so we don't know what's going on there. Anderson's going to get it. Next drop player, look at this, JT Comfer. Oh, my God. Don't drop JT Comfer, please. All right, just... You know, yeah, he had the game against San Jose last night. He, he didn't do anything. Uh, he didn't do anything statistically. 
right? He only played 16 minutes. That doesn't look good. Do not drop JT Comfort. That's a hold. You got to hold him for all those reasons I said. We're thinking about playoffs at this point. Um, JT Comfort, if you're in a league, if, if your playoffs are this week, and uh, or you're, you need to win this week to get into the playoffs, then drop JT Comfort. Get him out of your sight. But if you're in the playoffs and you're not going anywhere, you got to hold Comfort. So that's the caveat there with him. Next one down, Jordan Binnington. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. I mean, he's lost, oh my God, seven in a row. Just just icky with, with bad numbers too. Bad goals against, bad save percentage. Um, St. Louis is just, yeah, they're hot garbage and you don't need any part of it. I would drop Bennington too and you can stream in better goalies at this point. There, there are guys out there that, are, that can get you better numbers, get you wins and so on and so forth. So to me, Bennington's a drop, no problem. Uh, next one down, Ivan Barbashev. People are getting off the Barbashev train. Uh, yesterday, he was added 15%. He was one of the most added players. And now today, they're dropping him because he didn't do something in the game. <laughs> it's crazy. People are so fickle. Like, the guy's got five points in his last four games. That's excellent. He's playing on the top line with Eichel. That's excellent. Um, he's, a, he's a category guy. That's excellent. He hits. So I, I don't get the Ivan Barbashev drop. I mean, as far as if you're looking at playoffs, week 22 to 24, yeah, Ivan Barbashev, um, Vegas plays nine games with only one off night, so that that's not good. Um, you know, they play Tuesday, Thursday, next week, and Sunday. So, you know, if, you're, if your Tuesday and Thursday are full up, you might only get a Sunday out of a Vegas player. So I can understand the drop, but it's just, it's just weird. People pick them up en masse, and then they just dropped his ass, so... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, I have him in a couple spots. I didn't drop, and I feel fine about that. And then Cam Talbot. Oh, man. He's the next one down. This guy cannot stay healthy. What the hell? Um, You know, he's expected to miss the next three weeks now. So I I thought there was an opportunity for Cam Talbot. Now, I think the ad is Mad Sogard. He's going to get the bulk of minutes. So... Um, you know what I would do? I would take Mad Sogard over Jordan Bennington. Ottawa actually has something to play for, right? Um, St. Louis, they, they don't give a crap, and Bennington's a ding-dong. So, um, yeah, to me, if you got Bennington, drop him, pick up Mad Sogard. I think that's a really strong move, all right? Uh, next player down, Eric Gustafson. Yeah, easy drop, uh, not being prioritized in Toronto. Next one down, Michael Backlund or Mikhail Backlund. That, that is not a drop. What are you doing? It's people are picking a guy up for one game and then dropping. That's not how you stream, right? You stream with the purpose, right? And um, Backlund's value is going to come from the Friday Sunday games that he plays, right? You need to keep Backlund on your team for those Friday Sundays because you're not going to get anyone else in those games. So, and you can't stream anyone in for the Saturdays. So you're basically just dropping a player off your roster for no reason and with, with no return. So um, I don't really get that. Um, you know, maybe, yeah, I don't get it. So Michael Backlund, he's a hold for the week and then you punt his ass. Then you get him off your team. Um, but yeah, do not drop Michael Backlund this week. Next one down, Thomas Tatar. Don't get that one. He's playing on the top line with, with Mercer and Nico Heischer. What are you doing? What are we doing? I mean, you know, out of those three players, I would say Tatar is the one I would drop first, but come on, you know? Yeah. He's had three games without a point. And before that he had, you know, Six games and sorry, six points in three games. So he's a streaky player, no question. He's on a great team that generates a ton of offense. He's playing with good players and he's playing on the power play. Come on, what are we doing? Um, next one down, the Doobie brother, Dylan Doobie. Stay off the weed. Again, same thing as Backlund. This is not a drop right now. You need to keep him for the Friday, Sunday, and then you drop. All right, and last guy, we'll talk about Seth Jarvis. 
I don't like this drop either. Obviously, he's not, uh, you know, one assist in his last five games. That's not excellent. He'll, he'll, he'll be fine. I think Jarvis will be fine. But if you need to drop him, I understand. And that's it. That's it for the waiver wire ads and drops. That's all I got for you here. I just wanted to get this out. Again, just remember what I said about must ads. These aren't just players you go out and pick up at all costs, right? You got to make sure that it makes sense for your team. Uh, you got to look at the schedule. Schedule is so key right now. So um, make sure you tune into the week 22 um, streaming show because I'm going to detail multiple strategies on how you can win that week. We got we to gotta start there and take it all the way to the championship. Um, I really want to win you guys some championships. That's, that's all I care about at this point. More than my own teams, all right? I want to I want to win for you guys. Let's get to biz. So, uh, again, hit me up on Twitter anytime. I, I will answer your questions. Get in the Discord. Uh, the Discord is in the link uh, in the show description. And I, I did forget to mention sportsethos.com. You got to get over there. Check out all the fantasy stuff. They got a ton of stuff. And I got, I, I've actually got a fun show lined up next week. It's uh, a bit of a crossover show with um, one of the uh, basketball podcasters, and it's going to be a little bit of change of pace. So I'll, I'll keep you on. Uh, I'll keep you updated on that. We're just going to be shooting the shooting the shit. All right, we're going to be shooting the shit about um, you know hockey and just telling some stories. It's going to be a great episode. I'm looking forward to that. Just a little change of pace, but obviously I'm going to be kicking out a ton of fantasy relevant content for you as well. So get your buns in here and keep your buns in here, all right? I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.